Hi, this is Netta. If I said the phrase, it just kept going, or the sentence, it felt never ending, or maybe the scripture taken from Acts 27, where it says, it raged on for many days. What comes to your mind? (laughs) I mean, I'm recording this in winter when, I mean, just freezing storms, snowy, icy blasts just keeps hitting huge parts of the United States. Also, we're still in the COVID pandemic. And even though it seems to be getting better, things are still like super weird. So that might be what you think of. But let me ask you again. It raged on for many days. What comes to your mind? There might be other things that are raging inside of you. They might not have anything to do with the things I mentioned, or the things I mentioned may just be accentuating what is raging in your heart. I want to take us to Acts 27. Now, this is where Paul, good old Paul, um, is now on his way to see Caesar in Rome because remember all those people were out to get him or whatever and he finally he said I appeal to Caesar and so even though there were not any real lasting or stickable charges against him Festus the governor had to send him to Rome because that's what Paul had appealed to so now he's on his way to Rome he's been in a boat um, for a very long time (laughs) and for over two weeks 14 days they have not seen the sun um i'm a i'm not a fan of boats to begin with (laughs) chili would love to go on a cruise someday and i'm always like can we just go to florida and lay on the gulf um in the sand i the thought of being out in the middle of the water where you can't see any land like freaks my brain out i can't imagine paul for 14 days not only being out in the middle of the water, but not being able to see the sun. Like it's a super massive storm. And um, it said that basically all hope was lost for the sailors. In verse 21, it said no one had eaten for a long time. And finally, Paul calls the crew together. I mean, here he's a prisoner on this, but he calls the crew together and um, says in verse 22, take courage. None of you will lose your lives, even though the ship will go down. For last night, an angel of God, to whom I belong and whom I serve, stood beside me. And he said, don't be afraid, Paul, for you will surely stand trial before Caesar. And what's more, God in his goodness has granted safety to everyone sailing with you. So take courage. This is what Paul says. Take courage, for I believe God. And it will be just as he said. But we will be shipwrecked on an island. Side note. Okay. <laughs> That's probably not exactly what they wanted to hear. They're like, yay, we're not going to die. And we're going to be shipwrecked. Um, there's just a few things I want to talk about this really quickly. First of all, Paul says, an angel of God, the God that I belong to. So my question to us is, who do we really belong to? I mean, are we making the calls? Are we calling the shots? Are we deciding what we think about and how we spend our time every day? Obviously, our days are so different for some of us and so weird compared to what they were a year and a half ago. Um, 
But who do we belong to? Who calls the shots? Who decides the day-to-day stuff that we do? Do we even think about, do you ever think about asking God about your day with your planner in hand? And going, what is it today, Lord, that's important for me to accomplish? What are the thoughts that I should think today? Have you ever done that before? I need to do it more. Because when I do, I have a much better day. I accomplish what I'm supposed to. I ignore what I should ignore. And my attitude's a lot better. Uh, The second thing Paul says about that angel, that the angel belongs to the God that I serve. That goes right back in there. Who do you serve? It's really hard not to be self-serving right now and to live inside of our head. Now, keep those things in mind because let's go on. The angel, when the angel comes to Paul, says to him, don't be afraid. Now, they're in a storm. We have to think about this because when we talk to God, when we're praying, we're always asking him for stuff, right? Very few times do we go to God and say, "Ah, I just want to sit in your presence. You are my happy place. I do say that. (laughs) And and I I don't keep my mouth shut long enough when I say that, but I'm getting better. But he says, don't be afraid. You see... Talking to God isn't so he'll remove the storms. Sometimes he does. But talking to God is realizing that that's our place to not be afraid in the middle of the storms. The storm didn't stop. And and God didn't say, okay, so Paul, I'm showing up to tell you that I'm going to pull you out of this situation or make the storm stop, whatever. He actually reminds him, oh, I know the future. And it's going to be tough still. You're going to be shipwrecked. But to me, rather than go, oh my gosh, there's more coming. To me, that says, oh yeah, God knows the future and he already has provision planned. He already knows what he's going to do with that situation. Now, (laughs) thankfully, he didn't mention to Paul, oh, and by the way, you're going to get bit by a snake and blah, blah, blah. That would have been me. I would have been like, just throw me overboard. (laughs) I'm so done between a boat and a snake, like two things I absolutely am freaked out by. Um, But no, he, he takes courage, it says. Take courage. Take courage, says Paul. God knows the storm you're in, friend. He knows. He knows what's been beating at you and raging endlessly around you or in you. Talk to him about it. Rather than asking him to take it away, let's ask him, how can I serve you in it? I belong to you. What do you want to do in me and through me? And pay attention to the things he drops in our heads. Not just when we're sitting quietly with him, but throughout the day. And take courage. I'll provide for you even in the shipwreck and even those around you will be saved. See, when we go through these ships, shipwrecks and storms, if we are reminded and cling to the one we belong to, it affects everyone else and other people can be saved because of us. It doesn't mean we hide the fact that we're going through a storm or our life is a shipwreck. 
but we don't complain and we don't whine, but we keep giving God the glory. It doesn't mean we lie. I mean, we can honestly express ourselves without being big whiny pants. An example being a couple of years ago, almost now, my mom was super sick. I didn't get to see her as much as I wanted to. She was on her last few months and then she passed away like two days before we moved across the country to a completely different place. I mean, that, that was a really hard season for me. And I mean, people could kind of tell if they heard about the situations. And so like, oh, how are you doing? Well, there's one way to say like, oh, you know what? This is kind of a crazy struggle, but God is super faithful. Or this has been surprisingly hard and I cry about every five seconds, <laughs> but I'm learning this and this. Or God told me this this morning in his word. Do you see the difference? So we're being real, but we're not making the focus be on us. We're making the focus be on Jesus. That's how we take courage. And sometimes we don't feel that at all. We feel like it's raging within us. But when we've taken it to Jesus, then he tells us, don't be afraid. Take courage. And we are able to speak life into somebody else in the process and it does it to ourselves as well i hope this is making sense to you so who do you belong to and have you spent time talking to the one you belong to don't expect all this to work if you haven't been hanging out with him or giving him any attention and friend I just want to be real. Just talk to Jesus. And if you don't know what to say, open the book of Psalms. It starts with the P. It's in the middle of your Bible. It's not Psalms. And just open that up and turn those chapters into prayers. Just read them out loud. Insert your names. Change the vowel tenses if you need to. Those were prayers to begin with. Talk to God so that you can have courage and not be afraid, even in the middle of the battle and the shipwreck. And that's just a little piece of my heart.